0: The place I'd give the world to see Where the music's softly playing And the rhythm's gently swaying Underneath the stars in a million bars Guitars are softly
1: saying Mexico
0: Marvellous, the marvellous tones of uh, Long John Baldrick uh, which introduces our man from Mexico, uh, John Bonfibio. And uh, John, you've been uh, researching Long John Baldry, have you not?
1: Well, I, I'd never actually heard of him until you guys. <laughs> I think Mark found found this song, mm. and then just you know, in those in those odd gaps that you have in a day, you start to Google strange things and go down various rabbit holes. And um, yes, yeah, so I started looking up Long John and and discovered he had quite the illustrious career in the in the 60s and essentially discovered rod stewart and elton john they were both part, mm. you know members of his of his bands and 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 so on and even uh, reportedly i mean elton says this himself um and sang later in the song someone saved my life tonight was saved from a suicide attempt by john william baldry so i mean yeah I, I, even the song mexico i, I never heard of And then came later to realize that it was the anthem for the ITV coverage and for the for the UK team at the 68 Olympics in in Mexico. And so all things that were completely outside of my, you know, knowledge base.
0: Mm. And what an Olympics that was in 1968. I mean, that was a history with the black power protests and all that. Um, you know, we're looking at 1968, so sort of 40 years, 50 years before uh, Black Lives Matter and everything. And those protests, it, it is interesting when you look up the history of the 1968 Olympics and realize that, um, you know, this protest isn't some overnight protest. Isn't that anything to do with one incident? Uh, it goes back all those years.
1: Yeah. And, and actually, that those Olympics were almost moved because there was a student massacre in Mexico City, a few mm. months before the Olympics actually took place, where the military essentially took positions in some high-rise flats and shot at uh, protesting students, and a few hundred were, uh, were were killed without warning. So there was this whole context going into the Olympics then as well. And I guess and, you know any of your listeners who are 65 plus are going to you know have that would have been teenagers or, or older then, and are going to remember all of that period. Really vividly and somewhere in their, in their, in their minds, in their memory bank, this song Mexico is gonna, you know, have have struck a real chord. Uh, And definitely not something, you know, that was part of my memory bank until now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we don't just uh, throw this show together. We think about it deeply <laughs> and take all these considerations on board before we play a little, a uh, little bit of music. Uh, now, I've been trying very hard to um, find a link between Long John Baldry and sea turtle nesting season, uh, and uh, come up completely blank. So, tell me about sea turtle nesting season, John.
1: That's unlike you, Martin. Normally, you segue <laughs> remarkably yeah, across. I could Begin to skyrocket. It's properly Mm. steaming now. For the next few months, it's all sweat here. Uh, we're up into the high thirties and that's not going to go away for, for a while. But essentially it's when the, the sea turtles, um, start to come and nest on the, on the beaches of, of Mexico. Six of seven international sea turtle species, uh, come and nest on, on the beaches, uh, around Mexico and, and near where I am. You've got the, the green sea turtle and the critically endangered hawksbill sea turtle as well um and yeah they, they essentially come on and, and nest throughout the summer and um two things really to, to mention one is that it's actually one of those things that covid has actually really assisted because all public beaches are closed here and they have been closed for over a year now and they will continue to be closed through the summer so actually you know the, the conflict that a lot of these turtles they come onto the beaches especially at, at night to lay their eggs has been significantly reduced and numbers of of both actual sea turtles arriving and landing on the beaches and, and nests and eggs and, and, um, hatchling releases, um, have. Oh. And, sorry, Gordon.
0: I think we, we lost you for a second then.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Uh, have you lost me?
1: No, 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 I can hear you too.
0: Good. Ah, oh, well. In that case, uh, carry on. Sorry, you're telling me about the sea turtles, and obviously, COVID's helped them. You were saying um, because they go onto the beaches to lay their eggs. There's no people on the beaches, um, so pick it up from there, if you would.
1: Yeah, and and, and it's and it's for anybody who, who's witnessed one of these um, sea turtles lumbering onto onto land. I mean, they are big prehistoric creatures that you know somehow they're lithe and, and move incredibly in the water but as soon as they get onto land and the sheer weight of them they really struggle to to move anywhere they can take up to a couple of hours to dig a hole in the in the sand and, and lay a few hundred eggs and just a, a really amazing spectacle um and over the course of the last few years you know sea turtle numbers have, have gone down internationally but it seems as though this, this covid thing especially recently has allowed a bit of a pick-me-up for the animal
0: Excellent. Well, that's that's good news. And uh, finally, uh, John, um, this uh, bizarre and um, uh, quite disturbing video um, of a boy who has been dumped by uh, people smugglers at the at the border. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah. and When I first heard about this, I actually said to somebody who had mentioned it to me. Well, I'm surprised that this has gone viral because this happens, you know, scores of times in any given day. But this 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 video of this 10 year old Nicaraguan boy. Um, which was recorded in La Gruya, Texas, around, it's worth saying, around that part of the border, there's essentially the Rio Grande, which runs um, south of Texas and across the top of Mexico, and you've got two little roads that basically follow the follow the, the border around, but it's very, you know, very remote, very little population, in the way of population there, and this boy was essentially picked up in the middle of nowhere by, by Border Patrol, who recorded him weeping and just saying, you know, he'd been dumped by this other group, he didn't know what, what to do that if he was worried about being kidnapped and assaulted and so on and it was it just really gave a window into you know the harrowing um struggle that migrants uh live as they Mm. as they travel north up into the u.s and and not that it's a short journey either because the vast majority of of migrants at the moment that are trying to cross the um, the border into the U.S. are from the northern triangle of Central America, so Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, and so on. So they've got to run the gauntlet all the way through Mexico before they even get um, get get up that way. And worth adding into the mix as well that um, numbers are significantly up. They are up 70% in terms of detentions. Um, Uh, in terms of people crossing the border and unaccompanied minors are up by a thousand there currently uh, between three thousand and four thousand unaccompanied minors that are being held in in detention on on the border so you know definitely one of those human interest stories which uh, reveals a hell of a lot uh you know more than just the thing Mm -hmm. itself
0: it does indeed i mean it has this increased uh since uh joe biden took over you know and people thinking that he's Maybe a softer touch, if you like, than, uh, Donald Trump.
1: It has increased, yes. You're, you you're absolutely right. Essentially, uh, 570,000 people have been detained, uh, and these, these are the ones that have been caught detained in the first three months of 2021, which is more than the entire total in, in 2020, which was about 460,000. There's quite, he's under quite a lot of pressure, Biden, because of this. He's definitely trying to humanize the process and he's allowed people to cross the border, whereas, uh, the, the Trump policy was to remain in Mexico. So anybody who applied for asylum had to wait for everything to be processed whilst in Mexico, which is obviously, you know, highly dangerous and so on. And that, you know, whatever you thought, whatever you think of that zero tolerance policy that Trump brought in, he definitely brought numbers down. Biden has gone in uh, in a much more uh, humane way to try and, you know, respect the plight of the migrants. But that certainly seems to have massively driven up the numbers. And I think it's one of those things that's going to become a, uh, I mean, if it isn't already a political hot potato in, in the US as the Republicans use that very much against Biden. And it'll be interesting to see what he, what he decides to do in terms of his policymaking as, as regards his southern yeah. border.
0: And what, what will happen to that little boy? I mean, he'll be in a holding center, I assume. Um, but will he be sent back to Nicaragua or, or will he be allowed to, to live in America?
1: Yeah, at the moment, it's it's unlikely with the new policies that he would be sent back to to Nicaragua. Uh, I mean, they will try and find his parents wherever they might be. It's probable that the boy has some kind of family already in uh, in the U.S. because that's the way that these things tend to tend to work. But you know, if if that doesn't happen, and bear in mind there are still hundreds of um, separated, so not unaccompanied, but separated kids from from the Trump administration that have yet to be reunited with their with their parents so it's not that straightforward even if you know that you know, even if you arrest the parents in the, in the first place so what will almost certainly happen with this boy in the u.s so um is that one of those things did he will he have managed to get across the border yes but does he have you know a rosy few years again uh, ahead of him not so much
0: yeah uh john uh, as always uh thanks ever so much and uh we'll talk again next week if that's okay take care Good man, Uh, John Bonfilio there joining us from uh, Mexico.